your SAT will be digital. It'll be cut down from three hours to two hours. And it'll introduce the thing called adaptive testing, which means you're going to take one section of either math or English. And then depending on how you do on that section, you'll get a second part of that subject with different questions that accommodate your ability level. From Test Takers, this is the Hashtag Prep Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you learn all the tips and tricks of SAT prep and college admissions. Thank you for joining us on Hashtag Prep this week for a quick bonus episode featuring the Test Taker Directors and what we're going to be calling our Director Discussions. And today we're going to be discussing one of the hottest news topics this week, the new digital SAT. My name is Naka, and with me today we have Alan Reed. Brian Corden, Steve Manakian, and Jeremy Freed. So before we begin our discussion, let's preface this by saying that we're recording this a day or so after College Board's official announcement. So this will probably be followed up by a few other bonus episodes as we learn more and more about this digital SAT. But most importantly, this isn't our first rodeo with an SAT change. And with that in mind, let me turn it over to the guys. What happened the last time the SAT changed? I mean, which time? Because <laughs> it actually was was changed. When I took it, it was 1600 originally. And uh, they made the change to go to the, the three section out of 2400 test in 2005. And they had that for a little over a decade until in 2016 when they went back to the 1600 scale. Now we're going all digital, which is a completely new territory. Probably the biggest concern is which group of students does this affect? So this is not going to affect anyone who's taking ST right now. Uh, this isn't going to go into effect until March of 2024, which means this is only going to affect students who are in the class of 2025 or later. So if you're listening to this right now, which is January of 2022, that would mean if you're a freshman or younger. So anyone who's currently in middle school or uh, just starting high school will be taking a totally different SAT. Domestically in the U.S., the test will come out in March of 2024. That's when they'll roll it out. But they're going to be trying this out. They're going to be long. They've actually tried it out already on some international students. So in 2023, this will be rolled out. And luckily, Test Takers already has a Test Takers in Singapore. So we'll have some uh, information already from there. So getting back to the test, we have this adaptive versus kind of static testing, what the SAT is right now. So, Jeremy, what are some of the major changes happening to the SAT? I like some of the, the big changes have to do with the, the shortening of the test. That's going to be instead of a, a, an almost three-hour test, we're looking at a two-hour test, roughly speaking. So that's the, the biggest one. And, and the way that I think that they're going to accomplish that is through the adaptive testing, that because they're able to then uh, adjust which questions students are going to see based on past performance, as a result of that, they're going to be able to more quickly uh, assess how people are, are doing and as a result, ultimately need them to take less tests in order for the SAT to accomplish its goal, uh, which is to equate students from different backgrounds across uh, you know, different testing opportunities. You're going to take one section of either math or English, and then depending on how you do on that section, you'll get a second part of that subject with different questions that accommodate your ability level. So if you performed really, really well on that first half, you're going to get hard questions in the second half. If you performed more at an average level, you'll continue to get more average level questions. And they'll assess your score based on that. So it's just a way of kind of testing a more efficient measure of your ability in less time. Right. So one of the biggest features of the new SAT is that it's going fully digital for this SAT. It's fully online. There's no pencil and paper anymore. 
I think I saw a meme online that the Ticonderoga Pencil Company was going under because of this. But ultimately, doing an online test has its own challenges. Yeah, students who are accustomed to having a test booklet, physical test booklet, may feel uh, a little different uh, when you're talking about doing a test fully on a computer or a tablet. College Board doesn't have the best track record with online testing, right? So we're curious to see how this kind of plays out. Right. So even though these tests are going to be fully online on the computer, you still do need to go to a physical test site. You're not going to be able to do these from home or anything like that. So um, you'll still need to sign up for a specific test date. How many of those are going to be are still up in the air. Uh, when those are going to be get, uh, offered is still to, to be determined. But you are going to have to physically go to a site and use either your own tablet or computer or theirs if you don't have one. Yeah, they're making sure to make it more accessible by providing a test, uh, a computer. If you don't have one, one will be provided for you. But it's also really important to understand that what the SAT is releasing right now is totally subject to change. For example, back in 2015, when they were kind of giving us these prototypes of the new SAT, so we were kind of getting ready and prepped with that. They made these claims that they didn't kind of follow through with. Like, for example, those of you who know in the calculator math section, there are the last two griddens, questions 37, 38, which originally were supposed to be treated totally separately and scored separately. And then, of course, they just abandoned that because it got complicated. So right now, the SAT is saying certain things, like there will be one question per short passage in reading. Are they going to stick to that? Unclear. Are they still going to have command of evidences, which are sort of inherently two questions? Unclear. You will be able to use a calculator for the entirety of the math section so far, so that seems like something that will probably stick. And other than that, the content is supposed to be staying the same. So they're not planning right now on introducing any kind of new concepts. So you're not. we, we still anticipate that the SC won't be testing some of the stuff that you see on the ACT, like matrices or logarithms or hard trig or advanced geometry. So the content should probably stay the same. It'll just be shorter and a bit more adaptive. Based on a few of the interviews from the students who have taken the prototype, they did mention repeatedly that the test was very straightforward, which seemed to be a point of emphasis from either College Board themselves or, or just their organic reaction. So now that the SAT is becoming this two-hour test, it's becoming adaptive. So as Brian said before, how you perform on the first section will evaluate if you get that harder track or easier track. And adaptive testing has its own advantages in itself because how many of our students have missed getting like an 800 in math because for the most part, they just misread a silly, uh, made a silly mistake or just misread the problem. That kind of gets reduced on adaptive testing because it is more direct and number of words per question on math are going to get reduced. So it's going to be a little bit more straightforward for our students there. So let's talk about some of the big advantages that you get with a two-hour SAT for starters, you're spending far less time in class sitting there, and that, uh, from an endurance aspect, is huge. Yeah, there, there are a lot of things that we're not uh, sure yet as far as how much the test is going to cost, since it is shorter. That may be a thing that is a little bit cheaper. The turnaround time is much quicker, so instead of waiting weeks, you're only going to wait days to get your score. Does that mean that the SAT will, will be offered more frequently? Who knows, but that's certainly a possibility. From our standpoint, in terms of the material production and getting everything ready, we feel pretty confident about this. Like I said, the content of the test isn't really going to change. And one of the most notable changes is the SAT, again, claims that they're going to have short passages, probably like a paragraph or so, with a single question for reading and for writing. So reading and writing will kind of be intermingled into one module. 
So this actually is not new to the SAT. Back in the previous format of the test, which was before 2015, there already were short paragraph uh, passages. So we have a whole big backlog of those that we're going to be able to use as source material for new questions and see how the SAT has already been doing this. So it's nothing new to us. We'll just kind of incorporate that back in. That's really the major change in terms of that. Otherwise, math is supposed to be staying the same. And... The really, and grammar's grammar. And grammar's grammar, exactly. So you're going to test grammar the way you've always test grammar. Yeah, and the way that we've prepared students for the first iteration, the second iteration, and even this iteration of the test, there are fundamentals when it comes to test preparation, and, and that includes studying your grammar, making sure that you understand how the math is organized and what skills are specifically tested on that, and having a good game plan. But ultimately, what's going to happen with this new SAT will be decided by the colleges, how they're going to accept it. You know, College Board rolled it out. Many colleges will probably be in that same vein of accepting it since College Board was so confident in their rollout of it. But in the same way that how the ACT wanted to do their section by individual section testing, that kind of fell off with COVID and not many colleges were going to talk about it and or accept it there. So ultimately, it'll come down to the colleges. But... Guys, do you have any advice for any students in that class of 2025 who will be taking that first round of the new SAT? So for the current freshmen, the class of 2025, they may feel like they're like the the guinea pigs and they're going to be stressed out about this test change. However, uh, they have options. They'll have options that other class years won't have in that typically when the college board uh, has changed over formats before, for that first year, they have the option generally when they're applying to college, of submitting either an old format or a new format SAT. So they'll be able to take a non-digital SAT up until that March 2024 test change. So if they wanted to get their preparation done earlier, not to deal with this change, and have an SAT that can that they can rely, that can depend on a little bit more if they feel a little more predictable, because they've they've been releasing this current format since 2016, they could start preparing with us. Maybe say the soft somewhere after their sophomore year or earlier towards the tail end of their sophomore year, if they feel advanced enough on the curriculum. And they'll have several chances at an SAT before that March 2024 change. There's an SAT at the end of August, the 2023 test, that they'll have before their junior year starts. And then during the fall of their junior year, they'll have an SAT, there will be an SAT option in October, November, uh, in December. So there is a number of chances at taking a full SAT, and then they could even, if they so choose, then take both and see which simply turns out better for them when they ultimately apply to college. We don't expect any changes to the college's, uh, college board score choice policy, where you can send simply the scores that look best for you or the test dates that look best for you when you apply to college. So students in the class of 2025 who might feel like they're kind of the guinea pig will actually have way more options than other class years. So if you are in the class of 2025, you do have that decision to make. What we noticed last time was that there were many students who made the push to get their test done under the old format of the SAT before it changed. And if you are curious if your student would do well or what the current SAT format looks like, because the new firmware, it's not going to come out for a while. And as I said, we'll have these director discussions later on. You can reach out to us at ttprep.com or at preppodcast.com and get a free preview to see what the old SAT is like for your ninth grader. Sitting with me, I have Brian Corridan, Alan Reed, Jeremy Freed, Steve Manakian. My name is Naka, and this has been... Hashtag Prep Podcast! Yeah, <laughs>